It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susan Owens be cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 14th of January, the not surprisingly 14th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 351 days left to celebrate in 2023. We're in the Sound Kitchen cooking I don't know what. My name is Bill Hunt, W.M. Hunt. Susan's cooking something special today. Listening to a very slow piece of music that is meant to make you think of tortoises, which is the sound you heard right before the music. Well, actually, not tortoises. Are you sitting down? That is the sound of baby turtles inside their shells just before they hatch. I am not making this up. As my friend Bill Hunt said just a minute before, you never know what I'll cook up for you, right? So, why am I off on turtle babies? Because I read a fascinating article this week in the Washington Post about turtle hatchlings. That's the word used to describe turtles still in their shells. About turtle hatchlings communicating with each other right before they break out of their shells and make a run down the beach towards the water and safety from flying predators. Thanks to Brazilian biologist Camila Ferrara, who said she felt pretty stupid holding a microphone on turtle eggs, we now know that the giant South American river turtle, known locally as the Arau or Tartaruga da Amazonia, communicates with sound. Not only do the hatchlings talk to each other, the mothers, who stick around after nesting, which most turtle species do not, but the mothers respond to their hatchlings and wait for them to make it from the shore to the water where they all happily migrate down the river together. So how about that? Don't you feel much better knowing that baby Arau turtles in the Amazon communicate with each other while they are still in their shells? I know I feel just a little bit richer. This is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby's cooking. <laughs> <laughs>
Speaking of recording, if biologist Camila Ferrara can hold her microphone in a hole in the sand recording turtle eggs, I think you can all climb under a blanket and record your World Radio Day greetings. Don't wait until the last minute to get your recordings to us for our big WRD celebration. This year's theme is Radio and Peace. Send your recording to the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. Don't put it off. Erwan Rome is behind the glass window in front of us at the control board. Hey, Erwan. And Michael Fitzpatrick is right here next to me. Hiding in his turtle shell, as usual. (laughs) Michael's here to help with your delicious sound kitchen ingredients. Your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. There's listener news and music from Erwan, too, but... Are you ready? I do hope so. Because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 3rd of December, I asked you a question about the environment. Earlier that week, the French government announced that a coal-fired power plant would be rebooted to get the country through the winter. There were worries that the electricity supply here would not be able to keep up with demand over the winter due to the conflict in Ukraine and maintenance problems with some nuclear plants. France relies on nuclear for about 70% of its electricity. You were to reread our article, France Reboots Coal-Fired Power Plant to Boost Winter Electricity Supplies, and answer this question. How many nuclear reactors are there in France? Michael, what's the answer? There are, in fact, 56 nuclear reactors in France. However, as you read in our article, around two dozen of those have been offline for months, mostly due to fears about micro-cracks which have been discovered in the emergency cooling systems. The good news is that they are now back in business, meaning that the danger of power cuts has somewhat receded. Aside from the coal plant that will be kept active until the end of March, there is only one other coal-fired power station still operational in France. Aside from that one week here where it was beastly cold, the temperatures are really very moderate, which is good news on the one hand, and we need less energy to heat, and pretty scary news on the other, climate change is assuredly here. Well, in addition to the quiz question, there was, of course, the bonus question, and that was, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? You'll hear the answers later in the Listener's Corner, so stay with us. And that's what I call really good advice. (laughs) The winners of this week's quiz are... by English listener Kondaka Rafikal Islam, who's the president of the Source of Knowledge Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh. Kondakar is also the winner of this week's bonus question, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Kondakar Rafikal Islam said that the best advice he ever had was from his mother. This is what he wrote. She was a very pious woman and she lived very simply. I was only nine years old when she told me, Always speak the truth, never quarrel with others, spend your time working, reading, and writing, and build your life independently. 
I think, Condacar continued, everybody can follow her simple advice and prosper. Congratulations, Condacar. Also on the list of lucky winners this week are Sakharun Islam Michu, who's a member of the RFI Amur Fan Club in Rajshahi, Bangladesh. Fahim Noor, the president of the RFI World United Listeners Organization in Nankana Sahib, Pakistan. RFI Listeners Club member Vladimir Gudzenko from Lukhovitsky, Russia. And last but not least, RFI English listener Momotaz Parvin Naju from Bogora, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. I have a question for you this week about an article written by our very own Sweet Fitz, known professionally as Michael Fitzpatrick. Here present, guilty as charged. Earlier this week, Michael wrote about what has become an electoral issue here. France tightens hunting regulations but stops short of weekend ban. Activist groups want to see a ban on hunting on Sundays to protect walkers and people who live near active hunting areas. And while Michael notes that hunting accidents have been and continue to be on the decline, even one is too many. I want you to reread Michael's article, France Tightens Hunting Regulations But Stops Short of Weekend Ban, and answer me this. How many active hunters are there in France? And how many people possess a hunting license? Again, reread Michael's article, France tightens hunting regulations but stops short of weekend ban, and answer these two questions. How many people are active hunters here in France? And how many people possess a hunting license? You'll find a link to Michael's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Michael, what's the bonus question? What is your favorite proverb? What old saying has really proven true to you in your life? Or what makes you think the most? Or what makes you laugh the most? What is your favorite proverb. And of course, remember, we're happy to see your ideas for future bonus questions. So don't hesitate. Send them right in. Given the political situation in my birth country, the U.S., right now, mine is, never argue with an idiot. They will drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. What's your sweet fits? Mine is, never get involved in a land war in Asia. That principle has served me well for nearly 70 years, and I'm not going to change now. You have until the 6th of February to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 11th of February to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr that's english.service at rfi.fr you can also text your answer to the sound kitchen mobile phone dial plus three three six three one one two nine six 
0208-336-8182. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI club membership number. Hello, RFI. Hello, Susan. I am Sunil Borondar from India. I love Sound Kitchen. I love RFI. Its friendly voice, entertaining, educative, and informative. That's encourage us. So keep listening, RFI, the Sound Kitchen with dear Susan, best host. Thank you. Time for the Listener's Corner. Take it away, Michael. Well, today you'll hear the answers to the bonus question, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Riaz Hussein's answer was, never kill a fly with a gun. His answer inspired our bonus question for this week about Proverbs. Mahmoud Nasir said his was, as he wrote, to marry a lady who turns out to be my lovely wife. But Jayanta Chakrabarti had the opposite advice, which he didn't follow. He wrote, it was advice not to marry. While studying at the university, my senior roommate, who was already married, warned me not to fall into the marriage trap, but to stay single as long as I could. Now, as a married man, I can well understand this well-intentioned guidance. Oh, la, 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 la. I hope DePita isn't listening or you're in for another week of no meals, Jayanta. Malik Alabachaya Kokar is glad he was told to work hard every day. And Shahanaj Parvansati's uncle taught him how to work efficiently by planning well. Two-thirds planning, one-third execution was how he put it. Vijay Kumar had his best advice from his father, who told him when he began his career with the Indian Railways... Do not panic, hurt, or trouble the railway passengers while you are doing your duty as ticket-checking staff, either at any railway station or on board a train. If you can help them, do so by any means, as per the rules. If not possible, just say you are sorry, because if you hurt anyone, your children will be deprived of the better things you can offer them from having this job to pay for the sin which you have committed. Following his advice, Mr. Kumar continued, I successfully completed 34 years of service without any kind of difficulties and recently retired in my father's presence. Oh, I bet your father was really proud of you, Mr. Kumar. Abu Saleh got this advice from his father. Remember that you are a fool and others are clever. Don't be over smart. Don't think you are always clever. Well, there is a lot to be said for being humble, but I am sure you are clever, Abu. Khalil Kashif said the best advice he was ever given came from his mother. She told him to always be polite to teachers because, as she said, they are the ones who will help you bloom. They will help you make your future and should be seen as the equal of your parents. Father Steve Wara wrote, My best advice comes from the Bible, from St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. Radhakrishna Pillai said the best piece of advice he received was from his grandmother. It was, there is nothing more beautiful than kindness. Oh, I really like that one. Me too. 
Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question is, what is your favourite proverb? And if you have a bonus question idea, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating. And a special thanks to Sweet Fits for hanging out in the kitchen with us. And, as always, a great pleasure. There's more listener news. The EPOP video competition is coming up. It starts soon. We'll have precise information for you in the coming days. But don't get left behind. Start now. The EPOP video competition is sponsored by the RFI department, Planet Radio, the department whose mission is to give a voice to the voiceless. EPOP focuses on the environment and how climate change has affected ordinary people. You're to create a three-minute video about climate change, the environment, pollution, told by the people it affects. So put on your thinking caps and prepare your subject so you're ready to go when the competition opens, which is very soon. And by the way, the prizes are incredibly generous. I've put a link to the EPOP page in the Sound Kitchen Internet article on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Facebook pages, so you can read a bit about past competitions and watch some of the videos that were sent in. Hi, I'm Madeline Peru, and you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. <laughs> Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our sound engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in putting the show together. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the answer to the question about the film The Blue Caftan. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician too. He plays the conga drums. And this week he's chosen a piece by one of jazz's greatest. Toots Tielemans. Belgian by birth, Tielemans is mainly known for his harmonica playing, as well as for his guitar playing and his whistling. Yes, whistling. When do you ever hear someone who whistles well? Well, Toots does. He's also well known for his composing, especially his 1961 composition, Bluzette, which Erwan chose for us to listen to today. Bluzette became an instant hit and is in that holy jazz shrine known as standards the pieces all jazz musicians are expected to know how to play imagine over 100 jazz musicians have recorded bluesette toots once said if there's a piece of music that describes me it's that song and, as Erwan reminds us, even though it's written as a waltz in three-quarter time, it's the only jazz bossa nova theme composed by a non-Brazilian to be considered as part of the bossa repertoire by the Brazilians, and that's high praise indeed. This is a recording Toots Tielemann made of Bluzette in 1985. It's beautiful, and you may even recognize it. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
And thanks, everyone, for another musical adventure. Talk to you all next week.